Yes, it is summer breakfast, Friday the 12th of January here. Trent Copeland and Jaleesa Apps with you this morning. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Good morning, everyone. SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney. SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane and everyone else across the SEN network. Pick up the phone and have your say on the Suncorp open line, one 1170 Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. That number again, one 1170 If you can't listen to us live, catch up on the Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy podcast on all of your favourite podcast platforms and the SEN app. Coming up shortly, we're going to have football commentator Andy Harper for Paramount+. Plus. He's going to come on live from Doha, where it's about... 11 p.m., so very good from Andy giving us his time to talk Asian Cup and the A-League. We've got Brett Phillips, SEN tennis expert, coming on the show. Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing New South Wales, Mitch Abaya from Sportsbet, and Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland. That's all still to come. In the Big Bash last night, the Adelaide Strikers beat the Hobart Hurricanes by eight wickets, and it was pretty clinical in the end. They won with 25 balls to spare, chasing down... 167. Jake Weatherall, the star, he scored 80 not out from 32 balls. Here are the highlights on SEN Cricket last night. Oh, he explodes oh. into the crowd. Oh. Over mid-wicket, down the race. Oh, oh golly. Oh, my. Now, that might land oh, on nearly on the roof. <laughs> I reckon it was three feet from going on the roof. It's gone right to the top of the deck. Come on, Jake. Finish it with one. Oh. Off he goes again. Oh, that might be bigger, now is it? Now wait for it. Oh, it's, it's... Look, it's only gone 25 rows back. But <laughs> I tell you what, Brett Jeeves, that is some sort of finale from Jake Weatherall, wow. who finishes with an incredible 80 of 32 deliveries. What an innings. Yes, what an innings indeed, and it takes Adelaide Strikers into the top four. So the Brisbane Heat out in front on 16 points in first, the Scorchers on 11 points in second. The Sixers ahead of their Sydney smash sellout at the SCG tonight against the Thunder, third on 10 points, and the Adelaide Strikers, as I just mentioned, they're on nine points now in the top four. So exciting times there. We'll get to the rest of the headlines shortly, but... I mentioned a short time ago, Andy Harper, football commentator with Paramount Plus, all-around legend. Every Asian Cup and A-League game is live on Paramount Plus, and he joins us live from Doha, where the Socceroos are going to get in action in the Asian Cup. It's, uh, I believe, 11 p.m. local time. So, Andy, firstly, thanks for giving us your time. I'm sure you'd rather be in bed. Well, a little bit jet lag, so I think I think you're right. I would rather be asleep, but uh, all for the cause and happy to chat. Thanks for having me. Can you set the scene for us, mate, in, in terms of the Socceroos and their ambitions, their likelihood for success? Tell us what's going on over there. Well, it's uh, anticipations building. Host Nation kicks off the tournament tomorrow, uh, Qatar taking on uh, Lebanon, which is of interest for Australia in, in another sense because Lebanon is part of our World Cup qualifying group. And uh, Australia will be playing them uh, very soon uh, in Sydney, actually, at Combank Stadium in a World Cup qualifier. So there'll be a local interest for us to watch the tournament start. Then on Saturday, uh, the Aussies take on India. Um, And, you know, Doha is a place that Graham Arnold 
and the team knows very, very well. Of course, they had that stunning World Cup performance here in 2022, December 2022. Uh, they've qualified for World Cups here before. They've uh, made the final, the Asian Cup, in in uh, in 2011 here also, and many, many other World Cup qualifiers here. So it's a place that's been second home. It was like, because of COVID, it was their home. They played most of their World Cup qualifying games here. And they've got a really good history. Um, and India, that game will be hugely interesting, for if for no other reason, that they're expecting uh, the stadium to be full, which is, which is uh, something for a non... Um, host nation game at an Asian Cup. Of course, there's so many expat Indians uh, working um, in Doha that, that they're going to take the place over. So it's, it's building. Um, the stakes of the Asian Cup are growing every tournament. Um, the big countries clashing. Australia will fancy themselves to get to the finals, the very final stages, semis and final. That would be great. Quarterfinal for me is the minor, is the, is the least expectation. Andy, we've had uh, the Socceroos struggle at times with playing away from home, which they had to do a lot into the lead-up to the last World Cup, the World Cup qualifiers. That was really hindered them. But this is kind of like a, a home away from home for a lot of the boys that live, either play over there or play very close to there, isn't it? How much will that help them? Yeah, well, they're very familiar, as I said, very familiar with Doha um, and... You know, it wasn't by choice that they had to spend so many games here in the last qualifying campaign. But but the the fruits of, of that labour um, will hopefully come to bear. But you know, they they should get through the group. They've got Syria and Uzbekistan. They should get through the group relatively untroubled. Although football can dish up some surprises, and then in the knockout rounds, the games are going to get very very difficult. And um, it. it that all that familiarity will, will hopefully set the team up nicely. But, you know, the, the soccer is under Graham Arnold at the moment are in as good a place as the national team has been. You know, it's, um, there's a, such a good feel around the team. They're, they're playing with great confidence and assuredness. Uh, new players are joining the squad and settling in very, very quickly. Um, they're taking on some big teams and performing uh, very, very well. And, of course, we hope they can carry that form into the back end of this tournament and uh, with, obviously, the hope to winning it. Uh, there's a back page of the paper, the Sydney Morning Herald in Sydney today. Matty Ryan with a mask on, that broken cheekbone. Mm. What are the mm. prospects of him, A, playing the first game, but if not that, uh, how soon can we expect to see him? Yeah, I'm not expecting him to play against India. It's probably a little bit too soon, and maybe the second game as well. It depends how things go, but... Um, Matt Ryan wouldn't be here if he wasn't fit to play, and as soon as he's fit to play, he'll start. Um, so it's just a matter of, of just getting the final um, healing and, and, and necessary repairs done on that on that broken face. Um, so I, I'm going to imagine that he'll play with the Hannibal Lecter mask even when he's declared fit to play, um, but I'm not expecting that to be on Saturday evening Australian time uh, against India. I, I, I expect that's going to be Joe Gauchi who will get between the sticks for that one. Can you tell us a bit about uh, how the squad's changed since that World Cup? Because I think there's only about half of the players that are the same as that World Cup side. Can you tell us who maybe we're missing, but also who are the exciting people that have come in? Well, Aaron Moy has retired. He's probably the biggest loss. Aidan Rustic, Fran Karacic are two current Socceroos, but but they're in the wilderness at Clubland. 
Uh, and so having been picked as two or three others who are injured, Matthew Leckie, um, who scored famously against Denmark here in that World Cup, which set up the qualification to the round of 16. Uh, he hasn't retired from the national team and would be here if he'd had a couple more games under his belt, although actually having said that, he came back from his injury and then pulled his hamstring. So he's no chance. There's been a bit of an evolution as well. A couple of players have um, put the queue in the rack and some younger guys have come through. But I think the, the outstanding performer so far um, who's a name probably familiar to many of the listeners, but who's really, I don't know, gone up a notch or two is Jackson Irvine. Um, his club form and his club experience in the Bundesliga too is fantastic. His national team performances have just been so consistent. Um, and I think, you know, where Aaron Moy has retired from the team and Aidan Rustic isn't here, Jackson's a totally different type of player, but he's really filled the leadership space that those two might have vacated and um, there's a lot of guys doing well, particularly some of the youngest guys starting to come through, Aidan O'Neill and Connor Metcalf, but I'd say Jackson Irvine has been, as far as I'm concerned, one of the standouts. Yeah, love your work, Andy. Hopefully the Aussies go really well over there. Just shifting gears to back domestically, all 12 men's and women's A-League sides gathering in Sydney this weekend for Unite Round, which was given to the New South Wales government to replace the grand final, which it had bought the rights to. Talked to Andy Pascalides earlier in the week about some of the goals in recent times in the A-League. It's, there's some really, really good standards going on domestically uh, for football. Well, fantastic games. and you know, There's been a lot of issues around the game. Um, you know, this Unite round replacing the grand final decision, one of them, of course, but hopefully that, that controversy can 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 fade into the memory or away from the memory um, and its place can be taken by the, the quality of what's happening on the field, which, I mean, I admire the players uh, and, and the coaches who, they're just doing a fantastic job and, you know, there have been times, there's a lot of introspection in the game, um, bordering on doom and gloom at times, but, but um, you know, the players and the coaches yeah, and the fans who've, who've continued to turn up have been really treated by and large, you know, to, to some excellent football matches. There's barely a dud game. Um, mm. And you can't often say that about a sports league, you know. You, 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 you're oftentimes hanging on, in any league in the world, in any sport, you're hanging on to one or two, maybe three good games around um, and, and a few duds getting, you know, filling in the roster. But the, the A-League men certainly this year, and, and the women's, A-League women's has been a very uh, exciting, tight race at the top as well has been fantastic, and, and the guys have done a great job, the, the women as well, and, and this Unite round, I think, has got some legs, you know, it, it might, it would be interesting to see how fast it comes out of the blocks this weekend, um, but I like the concept, and, and it is a payoff for the grand final decision, but there's no reason why uh, this is a concept um, won't pass the test of time if people stick with it, and, and it's something that could go around the country as well, and I, I'd like to think that's the aim of it, ultimately. Yeah, just quickly, uh, a comment on Marco Rudin re-signing with the Wanderers for a further three years, mate? Well, I think it's a terrific signal for a couple of reasons. Firstly, it's a vindication um, of what Rudin has done since being in charge. I mean, I remember when he was first put into the into the post uh, on a permanent basis and, and um, you know, it was after a short, a short spell where he'd obviously impressed his employers, but they didn't really pick up many results. So there was a few eyebrows raised but uh, he's worked through that he's built a really good team this year but he's done he's done well up to this point Uh, anyway and and so it's great for him it's good for the club but more importantly this is a 
it's not real. It hasn't been that often um, in Australian football that players or coaches have been given the confidence by their clubs of such longevity of contract. And this hopefully is the start of many such deals for players and coaches, um, which can really help stabilise um, clubs and rosters um, and, and clubs can build. You know, up until now, most players and coaches as well have been on really short-term contracts and the movement of people in and out of clubs and around the competition has has, has not provided, I'd, I'd sort of say, the institutional stability that is going to be a sign of, a, of the league, which is really then kicking off. And, and it's A-League men's and women's has been great uh, to this point for all the reasons we've discussed. But the next step for it is to tie people down, talent down, coaching and playing talent down to longer-term contracts. And I think it's a generally a really, a really good sign and, uh, of things to come for the comp. Anyway, we've just got a text here from Brisbane Eel. Morning, TC and Jay. Can Andy confirm all Australian games are on free-to-air as to grow the game? All fans, especially the younger ones, have to be able to watch. Yes, I believe the Socceroos, they are on all free-to-air. So we'll just have to um, we'll have to be getting, getting, staying up a bit late or getting up a bit early. But 10.30, that's not too bad on a Saturday night. Yeah, no, I think the timing, it, it could be worse. I think it's reasonably friendly given the, the possibility. It might be different in the round of 16 when the Socceroos get through to that. But yes, uh, the Socceroos will be uh, live and free on 10 and every game otherwise, uh, as well as those, but uh, all on Paramount Plus, which is, of course, where the A-League can be can be captured as well. Um, uh, so, yeah, I understand the, the, the point made by... Uh, by the viewer, and of course, we want as many people watching our national teams as possible. The yeah. listener, rather, yeah, yeah, yeah could, couldn't agree more. I it's... think ten have the commitment during that whole um, the whole contract that of their uh, football rights that they will have all the Socceroos games, um, not just for the Asian yeah. Cup, but for further further to that. Yeah, well, and and uh, you know they're my employer, so it's going to sound as though I'm <laughs> trying to pump them up, but you know then. Their, their commitment is to grow the game as well. Um, commercially, it's better for them if they can get the game growing. Mm, um, of course. And, and the more eyeballs that can watch it, obviously, the better for all concerned. Yeah, absolutely right, Andy. We love listening to you, the voice of football. Uh, you're the football commentator for Paramount+. Plus. We all love listening to every Asian Cup and A-League game is live on Paramount Plus, 11 o'clock, after 11 o'clock, live in Doha right now. You need to get to bed. <laughs> thanks for joining us, mate. I, I do, I do. Thanks, thanks for having me. Good on you. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? Contact Bryden's Lawyers. We've had texts flying in this morning on 0457 736 736. We will get to them eventually, and we're going to do a few of those now before we get to Mitch Abaya. From Sportsbet, there's a few good ones there, Jaleesa. Yeah, Matt says, well, thanks, J.A. I'm going to Vegas, but now you've ruined my excitement. I'm cancelling. <laughs> no, Matt, I still think it's going to be good. I'm just, I'm a little, if you want to go to a pool party, Matt, you're just going to have to go back in summer. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm heading to Vegas for the footy. Been a few times before in my younger years and looking forward to a different footy experience. Also, tailgate party should be next level. Andrew from Manly Weather. Yeah, I think, Andrew, if um, you've been before, you've kind of seen everything Vegas has got to offer. So you can just fully immerse yourself into the footy. I'm off to Vegas, baby. Support neither of those teams, but it aligns with my birthday. So why not? Recently separated, so it's my treat to me. Good for you. There is so much to do. I've been three times already. Wow. Three times. In 
ret- uh, in return home, going to LA and catching a Lakers game, which falls on my birthday. That's fun. Uh, I have a spare ticket. Would you like to join me? I'm already going, Johnny. But I'm, I reckon you'll have no problem getting rid of that spare ticket. I'm going to be over there working, so I won't be having as much fun as all of you, but we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. Uh, I also copped it here for calling Tom Curran a superstar. That will do me. The bloke is an old jugs machine. Adam from Camden, that's harsh. <laughs> he is an international cricketer. He's he's doing okay. Uh, but the, the word superstar seems to ignite a little passion in fans. <laughs> well, someone called us immortals this morning. So. That's true. Yeah, let's all get a bit of perspective here. Come on. <laughs> time now to speak to Mitch Abaya from Sportsbet. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. Good morning, Mitch. We've been speaking regularly this week, but how are you today? Oh, I'm very well, very well. Better for speaking to you guys. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, obviously last day of the week and it's meant to be 33 down here in Melbourne, so it's going to be fantastic. Oh, that's unusual for Melbourne. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lay that booty. An early one early. <laughs> so yeah, no qualifying like cancelled or <laughs> no no tennis matches cancelled? <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be about 55 degrees on course uh, down here, but uh, no, fantastic to have some good weather and uh, sport on as well, which is fantastic. Very good. We're getting to the pointy end of the Big Bash. What is doing? Yeah, obviously uh, tonight we've got the uh, Sydney Sixers versus the Sydney Thunder. Uh, D Warner goes around, and uh, this will be a great game. Sydney Sixers a dollar seventy-one favourite. Sydney Thunder two dollars fourteen. Uh, top Sydney Sixers run scorer Steve Smith, no surprise here, three dollars ten favourite. Uh, Josh Philippi at four fifty, and Daniel Hughes at four eighty. And for the Sydney Thunder, top run scorer David Warner three dollars thirty. Alex Hales four thirty, and Cam Bancroft, uh, who's been in the uh, spotlight a bit late. Uh, many thought should have been. Uh, selected in the test squad, not to beat, $4.90. Yeah, interesting times in the Big Bash, but tonight's going to be an absolute ripper. I'll be out there as well. It sounds like it's going to be a sellout. Can't wait for that one. What about in the get, tennis, I Mitch? I couldn't get a market for you. I, I couldn't oh. get a chopper market for you. <laughs> Did you say you could or you couldn't? No, I couldn't. I, couldn't. Oh, I didn't I get it across the line. Other. That's okay. Hey, we come up with plenty of good ideas. We can't execute all of them. Uh, talk to us about no, the tennis. that's exactly right. Yeah, obviously the, uh, the the draws came out yesterday. Favored favored some and uh, didn't favor others. But uh, let's look at just a couple of the matches. Uh, Yannick Sinner um, comes up against uh, one of the most uh, the harder names you'll see, uh, Botic Van de Zandersloop. Uh Eight dollars fifty for him. Yannick Sinner's a dollar oh six. What you'll find. And a lot of people have probably caught on to this by now. But the first round of the tennis, a lot of people like to have their 10, 15, 20-leg multis with all the shorties. Um, Andy Murray uh, comes up against Etchery. Uh, he's $1.65. Uh, Etchery's $2.20. Alex Demonor is $1.13 to win his first um, round match up against Milos Raonic, who was a very, very handy player at one point. And then another fellow Aussie, uh, Alexi Popper, in $1.17 versus Mark Polmans at $4.00. 70. Uh, if you're keeping an eye on James Duckworth, who always is a, a, a good watch in the first round, $2.28 uh, versus Luca Van Ash at $1.61. So um, the overall market movers, Djokovic still favourite at $2. Uh, Carlos Alcaraz at $4.33. Yannick Sinners at six fifty, and the Demon, Alex Demonor is at $21. So um, yeah, not too much movement in the uh, overall um, outright market. 
on the ladies front, uh, Argus Witex still three dollar twenty five favourite. Uh, Arena Sabalenka at four fifty. Alina Rybakina at five dollars fifty. And Corey Goff a little move uh, eight fifty into six fifty after yesterday's draw. So um, yeah, if you wanted to jump on and check out all the Oz Open markets, there's uh, matches and there is outright markets all on the app. Mitch, what you said earlier was right in my hitting zone. I love the 20-leg multis, and I put about $2 on. But it keeps (laughs) me interested. The NBA, uh, tell us about that. Yeah, I'm a big NBA fan, so I thought I'd just throw this in there. And I think uh, there's a a stack of people... um, who do follow the NBA on sports bets. So um, we'll try and cover a couple of those. But Brooklyn Nets are playing the Cleveland Cavaliers as we speak. Um, the Cavs were up by about uh, 20-odd points. So if you want to live bet into that, you can do so there. But Boston Celtics versus Milwaukee Bucks, big game today. Boston Celtics had the return of Jason Tatum yesterday, dropped the 40-piece. Uh, they're $2.12, Milwaukee Bucks $1.73. Portland Trailblazers come up against the Oklahoma City Thunder, Portland $6.70. Uh, Oklahoma, they're flying $1.11, featuring Josh Giddy. Uh, New York Knicks are also going very well, $1.55, to beat Dallas Mavericks $2.47. And this is probably the game of the day. Phoenix Suns versus the LA Lakers. Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, $1.93. Up against the LA Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, $1.91. Pretty hard to separate them in the last game of the day. Yeah, and already news that Luka Doncic is out for the Mavs. So that the Knicks look good money oh, there. Huge. And uh, thanks for dropping that. In NBA terms, dunking on me there by saying Jason Tatum dropped 40 yesterday. Yeah, that was to beat the Timberwolves, my team. So thanks for that, Mitch. Uh, I hope you have a great Friday, mate. (laughs) (laughs) You too, guys. Uh, Enjoy the day uh, to those out there that are having a bet. Uh, Gamble responsibly and, uh, yeah, find plenty of winners. Jump on the sports and check it all out. But, yeah, you too. have Have a lovely day and a great weekend. Cheers, Mitch. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Monique. We're welcome back to Summer Breakfast, powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. I, we just have to tell a story. <laughs> and when I say we, I mean you, Jaleesa. Uh, we're talking off air in breaks. I mean, this has you been an eventful... You looked at me like I was mad. It's just been an eventful week. I mean, parking <laughs> fines to start the week. Or avoidance of my such phone getting cut off. <laughs> wandering around North Sydney trying to find Wi-Fi to contact people. But tell us what's the latest story in the life of Jaleesa? Well, I didn't think this was a interesting story. It just sort of came up in passing. But um, I was ta- we were talking about Coach K uh, behind his back. Hope he's listening. Um, and I was saying, oh, I was saying I actually texted him last night because he put up an Instagram where he was killing a huntsman. I was filthy at him. Yeah. I said, you're a psychopath. Why are you killing that huntsman? And then we had a debate on this. And I said, look, look at my huntsman, Marnus, who lives in my house. So I've got a huntsman spider called Marnus. I don't know why I called him Marnus. I just called him Marnus. And he, he just wanders around my house. He's um, You were telling little... us a proud, like you were talking about your children. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he molted. So they, they molt. <laughs> when they get bigger, they molt. And they literally, they take two hours. I watched him for two hours. Well, I didn't sit there the whole two hours. That would have been... <laughs> but I... I saw him and he was molting and then I came two hours later and there his skin was sitting. What about the... Very crunchy. Like I didn't, <laughs> like I picked it up and I was like, oh, that's a bit, like to throw it out. And then my partner, my poor partner Nick, like for several reasons, uh, he <laughs> he went in, I heard this almighty scream the other day and very high pitched, I must say. And I said, what? What's wrong? And he said, oh, nothing. 
Manus just scared me. He's in the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> Manus. Manus is in the pantry. I was like, all right, well, just be careful. Don't scare him. <laughs> just someone you're hearing that yelling out, oh, Manus is in the pantry. Manus you think Manus Labashane just wandered into the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just wandered in. No, Manus, he, he gets around, just gets around our, our house. Oh, there you go. He went well, missing for a few days and I was a bit freaked out, but he came back. Yep. You are an individual. <laughs> I will give you that. Uh, time now to chat Greyhound Racing with Simon Orchard from thedogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. Now, Orch, you and I have known each other for a long time. I am sceptical that you've ever had a pet spider, but prove me wrong. <laughs> He's a housemate, uh, not I've a pet. Never, <laughs> good morning, guys. I've never had a pet spider. I'm kind of sad we have to, <laughs> have to cut spider chat short to talk. Greyhounds, I tell you what, I know Vossie and Brandy are away, but there's some real Vossie areas by you there, Jaleesa. So he, <laughs> <laughs> he would love that sort of chat. Oh, very good. Hey, you got a big weekend coming up at Wenny Park, mate? Yeah, we sure do, guys. The heats of the National Derby Futurity are tonight. The pause of thunder is tomorrow. They're all Group 1 events, guys, so they're worth $75,000 each. So uh, to put that in perspective, 75 k they're going to get through the heats. Uh, which will take about 30 seconds. And then the final, if they're lucky to get through next Saturday night, will take 30 seconds as well. As well, So a minute's worth of work on the track and you can take home 75K. So they're not doing too bad. I know there's a lot of hard work that goes on behind the scenes for our trainers as well. But this is the breeding ground of some of our future champions, especially the Derby and Futurity tonight, guys. So these are dogs that have to be born at a certain age. They're just the pups. Um, they can still fly around the track and we're going to see some of these dogs go on to either really, really good racing careers or even potentially the stud or breeding careers. So a lot similar to our thoroughbred friends in that you see a lot of these really talented dogs step out, they absolutely blast the clock and then they might disappear because they go on to do other things. Um, but tonight, really looking forward to getting down onto the track. And then tomorrow, the Group 1 Pause of Thunder, that's for our all-age and our free-for-all sprinters. So the best of the best, they're travelling from interstate to try and take out this race, uh, last year it was won by She's a Pearl, who retired midway through the year, but she was one of our absolute superstar greyhounds. So we miss her, but some great memories looking back 12 months ago. Uh, if you want to have a bet tonight, race two number one, Good Odds Cobber, not only the best name in the greyhound game, but one of the better dogs running around. He won the Gosford Cup a couple of weeks ago. He's in the care of Frankie Hurst, who won a million-dollar chase a couple of years ago. And I think Good Odds Cobber is the dog to beat off the inside. Rail, race two, number one, good odds. Cobber, race 10, number five, Zipping Teresa. She's a 10-time winner, guys, in 17 starts. She absolutely loves Wentz Park. She can break 30 seconds with ease, uh, and she's really quick early. She runs about 5.40 for the first mark, which uh, copes. I reckon you'd do it in about 50 seconds. Uh, <laughs> fly. Barely uh, runs since better, I retired, mate. I I tell you what, once you retire from competitive sport, you don't (laughs) tend to move too fast at all. You just chase kids around and that's about it. Um, So 2-1 Good Odds Cobber, 10-5 Zipping Teresa. And if you want to have a bet tomorrow in the Paws of Thunder, race 5, number 4, Mortified, and 7-8 Nangar Larry. So that's Saturday night, race 5, number 4, Mortified, race 7, number 8, Nangar Larry. And Jaleesa, I heard you say you love a multi. If you throw those four together with Sportsbet, you can get a juicy, juicy price of around 48 bucks. So your $2 will pay for all your weekend activities. How good is that? That is pretty good because Nick from Sportsbet has let me down all week. So um, I'm hoping that <laughs> that you'll be you'll be get, getting me in the, the money. Charm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Orch, uh, we've had a, a 
well, Jaleesa's show this is, really. I'm just here to help uh, steer the ship. Occasionally, read out the wrong text. You never know what's coming out of my mouth. But uh, we've been talking Positivity Friday, talking about NRL and the favourite storylines of the preseason. Without notice, I know you're all over your footy. What have you loved from preseason? Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I'm still, and thanks for bringing this up, I'm still thinking about uh, four months ago when I was crying in my TV room as I watched my favourite team in the world, the Brisbane Broncos, blow the unlosable oh. game. <laughs> I, was, I was already texting my friends celebrating uh, the absolute mock of all time. I think when Ezra Mam dived over for that third try, I shot out a text to every man and uh, woman that I know. So, guys... Still some real uh, turmoil in my life that I've got to work through, but I cannot wait for <laughs> Vegas. And I tell you what, I'm most excited for the Broncos to see how they react to a defeat like that. I know in sport, sometimes you can say that um, a big loss or a loss where you, you seemingly have your hands on the trophy can really change the fortunes of a club. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with the Broncos. I think they're going to go one or two ways. They're either going to learn from it, go on to win the comp this year, or maybe you're in for a bit of trouble. Uh, but looking forward to Vegas. Cannot wait to see how they go. Maybe Tavita Pangai Jr. being spotted at the Broncos. That that can be an exciting off-season. Wasn't that saucy? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was Pangai. good. Look, a guy who, uh, Enigma, is that fair to say? Yes. If you would try and sum up Tavita Pangai Jr., a guy who I think I watched him play for Canberra early days. He came to the Broncos and I thought, you beauty, we've got an absolute ripper. And maybe just, I think I'm being fair here, didn't quite get to the heights that we thought. But look, we need some help in the pack. Thomas Flegler leaves, Herbie Farmer, Sexy Herbie's gone. Uh, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing who emerges for the Broncos in 2024. Love your work. Simon Orchard from thedogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound racing in New South Wales. He's tipped us into hopefully a few winners. Orch, good to chat as always, mate. Thanks, Simon. Good on you guys. Hooroo. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. It's Trent Copeland and Jaleesa Apps here with you on SEN Summer Brekkie. Jaleesa, we've had plenty of texts coming in. 0457 736 736 is the Edgewater Homes text line and the Suncorp open line 1300 01 1170. This one really made me laugh from Tabman64. If Marnus was in your pantry and you told him to get out, it would take forever as the pig still could stand his ground refusing to leave. <laughs> That's very good. Marnus the spider did do that too, so maybe he's, <laughs> <laughs> he takes after his namesake. And just to clarify, he's not a pet. He's a housemate. Oh, okay. He's so he's a, equal. He's a housemate, yeah. He's an equal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We stay out of each other's space, give each other space from time to time. It's nice that you've got that arrangement. I'm Isn't not it? sure I could come to those terms. They're not dangerous, Huntsman. No, no, no. no but they're, they're chill. They're just look, chill. You've got a different different level of uh, maybe comfort around spiders than most people. I no, would say they don't they don't hurt you. Don't kill the spiders, Coach K. If you're yeah. listening. Um, we've been doing a segment I made up, uh, this morning. (laughs) (laughs) All segments are made up. (laughs) Yeah, true. Um, that is true. Uh, just on the rugby league, positive stories that have come out of the rugby league or things that have you, you've liked in the rugby league preseason. We've had a few people text in already. I've already covered cause I just wanted to be positive. You know, everyone's always like media are so negative and sometimes we are. So I've had already said Jerome Lewis press conference. Big tick to that. Thought it was very smart to get that out of the way. Um, Newcastle returning with PBs yeah. uh, in their first day. Good good sign for Knights fans. This one's going to be a little controversial. 
Okay. Because it caused a little bit of drama at the time. I liked Aaron Woods promoting Vegas in Vegas. You liked it? I liked it because everyone was like, oh, you haven't sent a big name over there and blah, blah, blah. They don't know the big names. <laughs> they just need someone who can talk really well. And if you listen to him on the coverage, yeah, he was great. He was fantastic. Yeah, and he always is great. To and be he honest. always, oh, yeah, Aaron Woods is like a dream to interview because he always gives a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I thought he was a great ambassador because they don't know, they couldn't tell you Aaron Woods from Tom Travojevic in terms of fame or uh, their ability. No disrespect to Aaron Woods, but. Yeah, they... Oh, look, let's be honest. He's at the back not, end of his career. Yeah, he's he's the not the at the career. peak of his powers. Yeah. There was other players they could have sent, no doubt, but... But also, it just also made sense for the team. You don't want to send your Tom Travoyevich over there where he's trying to get, you know, back to preseason. But Americans, they don't follow the sport yet. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But I thought that... I thought he was a great ambassador for it. So... Um, maybe I have a different take than most people. I like it. So get on the text line and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, you know what I loved about it was the, the coverage that they actually were able to access within the NFL market was mm. brilliant in terms of primetime slots in the U S and the amount that that costs, if you're trying to pay for advertising, things like that. The access that they were able to be given, yeah, the the on air time, oh yeah, the you know, it was impressive. Yeah, it was definitely a worthwhile experiment. I, I wonder what the NRL think about this, but oh, I like that you're actually able to think a bit different. Actually, Aaron Woods, I thought he was spoke really well. A greenkeeping rooster says, "Hey, Jaleesa, funnel webs and redbacks can cause you a few dramas, but hey, each to their own when it comes to having a spider as your housemate." Funnelwebs, redbacks, and whitetails are where I draw the line at housemates. <laughs> the housemates are- Can quick, they be pets? They're swiftly removed to the outside of the house, those three. The rest, you're welcome in my house. Yeah. Everyone welcome in my house. <laughs> there you go. The more uh, housemates, the better. Dan, Tradies News in a nutshell this morning. Firstly, how was it? Secondly, there's a text here from Widgie. Highlight of Roosters preseason is seeing Dom Young in Chook's colours. I'd have to say that you and I are in alignment there, that that would be right at the top. Yeah, love seeing that release yesterday, and he's going to have a very, very good season. And Tradies was good, thank you. Really enjoyed it. Paul Dennett came into the studio talk cricket for uh, half an yes. hour. So good. Jaleesa, you know Paul. Yeah. yeah worked we, together. Yeah, we've worked together, podcast together, and Paul is... Uh, yeah, brilliant mind of cricket. One of the most incredible people to listen when you talk about stats. You know, I was in a uh, the most random historic house in England and I saw a cricket bat there signed by an Australian side, but I couldn't work out. It was like years and years and years old. like, And I couldn't work out who it was. Sent it to Paul straight away. He's like, oh, yeah, that's from this match. But he's brilliant mind. Wizardry. Yeah. I... I often get friends sending me messages on who's this signature on this hat or, you know, yeah. they've gone to a game five years ago and they can't remember who it was. Yeah. I, I'm actually a real weirdo with that stuff. Oh, like you're can, good at it too. Not, not the best, but certainly not in Paul's category. But Do you just make it up and go, that was me? No. <laughs> no, come on. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, what about this one that's come in? Huntsman spider won't hurt you, but when they crawl on your arm or leg, I'm sure you scream and jump around like a mad person. Is that true? Because most people would. No, I don't love it, but I would be like, get <laughs> off. My, my, minus, this is a breach of the housemate, <laughs> like, boundary. But he hasn't tried to do that. They don't They don't crawl on you. I mean, they might in my sleep. 
They don't crawl on you. They're scared of you. Isn't there like one of those MythBuster things out there that you swallow on average? The the average human being swallows between eight to ten <laughs> spiders s- in their life. Are you saying that's why I can't find him? No, I'm just saying that you said they don't I've crawl on you. Swallowed Manus. <laughs> no. Uh, no, Goodness but they- me, this is going to different <laughs> places than I thought it would. <laughs> They've, uh, they, they might, but I don't think they'd crawl on you when you're conscious. I think you're just a log to them maybe when you're unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially a log to them at all times. Uh, just recapping some of the big stories in the big bash last night, the Adelaide strikers beat the Hobart hurricanes by eight wickets on the back of Jake Weatherald's 80 not out off 32 balls. They jump into the top four with that result. Uh, they're dragons in big strife, two injuries in recent times. Ronald Volkman, before the contract had even been lodged, and then Corey Allen tearing his ACL at training on Wednesday. So we've been doing Positivity Friday in the NRL, not so much for the Dragons.